This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And if you're listening right now and you are in real estate and you've ever called an internet lead, you've certainly heard your share of excuses, brush-offs, and occasionally the profanity-laced tirade from the other end of the phone line. Mm. Internet leads can be a goldmine for your business, but there can also be some landmines hidden along the way to overcome a skeptical sales suspect and convert them into a positively prosperous prospect. Dang, man. <laughs> Wordsmith over here. You actually have to sell less. You have to go in with the end in mind, not just looking for the quick sale. And you have to come prepared with a plan for some of the most common objections you'll hear. So today we're going to touch on a framework to use for calling internet leads and then go over some examples of each objection and then yes. how to handle them. Like yes. some actual like role-playing scripting yeah. type of stuff. This came out of, so you guys know, obviously we do Facebook ad <clears throat> services. So if you're interested in generating leads mm -hmm. for your business, we have a service, Facebook ads, we run them for you. This came out of what we're going to talk to you today about is this came out of just our testing and our beta group and my brother calling and his ISAs. The stuff we're going to share with you, this is stuff we're actually using on the phone. So this yeah. is not just made up theory. It's not an all-encompassing list of how to overcome every internet lead objection. It's just, wow, this has really helped us. So we're going to share it with you. And yep. so you can implement it specifically for your leads that are not like bottom of funnel yeah. leads, right? So you might have a Zillow lead who's who's ready to buy. And I loved what Steven said when we interviewed him. You don't even need a good script for the people who are ready to buy. I mean, <laughs> you should have one, but you don't even need yeah. one. Your script is let's get started. Yeah, right, exactly. But the people who aren't ready to buy, you're yeah. going to have to nurture them. You're going to have to build a relationship with them. You're going to have to overcome objections. Yeah. And it really is going into the conversation with the end in mind. And again, I think the biggest key here, and we're going to walk through the framework here first, is just to make sure that you are making them feel comfortable, that you're not trying to sell them. So the first piece in the framework is to always affirm, right, mm -hmm. what they're saying, always affirm what they're saying and to stay in agreement with them. Yeah, this is one of the fundamentals for sales. So it, this applies to everybody, whether you're in real estate or not, is when you get an objection, when you get somebody that's blocking you, you want to affirm and stay in agreement. And here's why. Because psychologically, if you think about debate, the people who are debating each other, you never win. You, <laughs> might con you, you might convince the audience, people who are not in the right, debate, but right. you're never going to convince the person you're debating yep, against, right? Yep. So if you enter into an objection where you immediately respond, you've entered into debate mode. And when you enter into debate mode, you lose. Same applies if you enter into like an argument. I mean, think about your arguments with your significant other. Do yeah. you ever win? No, <laughs> right? The most that you can do is probably take a break. I like to feel like I win. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but you take a break. I mean, and it, you go- You look for a, a point of compromise, right? Yes. You kind of- and there's, there's a point where you are staying in agreement. You're kind of making sure that you're bringing this back to an area where a solution yeah, can be solved. I hear you. This fight. is yeah. what you're saying. You know, yeah. that type of thing. So you want to stay in agreement and it also lowers the guard. Yeah. So when you're selling somebody, you have to realize their guard is going up. In the back of their mind, their conscious is telling them, this person's trying to take money from you. This yep. person's trying to take advantage of you. This person wants to sell you something and nobody wants to be sold. Everybody wants to buy, Yeah. right? So that's a huge thing psychologically. And by staying in agreement, that's ultimately going to get you to what you want, which is the second part of your framework, which is to get back to the discovery phase of your script. Yeah. So after someone says, you know, like it would be like, 
oh, this is a crazy market. You don't go, well, that's actually not. You'd be surprised. Right. You go, oh, absolutely. It definitely is a crazy market yeah. right now. In yep. fact, so many of people I'm working with, the reason why they came to us is because it's such a crazy market. Let me ask you this. What are you looking for in the market? Right. So you get to the discovery phase, which the, the discovery phase is all about one thing. What is the why mm-hmm. behind what this person wants? What is the why? What's driving it? What is their desire? Because, you know, we hear this all the time from people who are on the podcast. They're either moving away from pain or they're moving towards desire. And it's really the same thing at the same time, but yep. they either want something that they're desiring or they're trying to get away from a pain point that's in their life. Your job as the salesperson is to find that out. Yeah. You need to know, okay, if you're in real estate, why do they need to move? Mm-hmm. What is the why there? What's creating the urgency? And what time frame do they need to move? And what is the desire? What do they want? And that's what the discovery phase is all about. So you should have a list of questions. You know, where are you looking? You know, what type of bedrooms do you want? Oh man, do you have kids? You want to get down into these questions to understand, okay, how do I learn as much as I can about this person to get to the real reason yeah. why they want to move and the urgency of when they want to do it? And none of those questions are decision-making pressure questions yes. for the other person to answer, right? So they're all very easy. Like they know this information. They know how many many bedrooms, they know what area they want, what school district they want to be in. So it's very non-confrontational or non-pressure type, yep. type questions. And can I make a, one more point on the discovery phase when you're asking all these questions of like, Hey, you know, well, what exactly were you looking for? And you know, how many bedrooms, where were you looking? Oh, that's awesome. One of the big things that you have to do, and this goes into the agreement type mindset is you need to respond with inflection that makes the person feel good. Yep. Because you don't want to be an interrogator, Mm -hmm. except, you know, the next piece of our question is actually comes out of Chris Voss, the FBI negotiator. So he was interrogating type people (laughs) in a way, but you don't want to be- Negotiating. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be an interrogator. You want to be someone who is like, when you ask somebody- you know, hey, well, where were you looking? Oh, I was looking in Harleysville. Oh, man, that's awesome. I love Harleysville. Yeah. Harleysville's awesome. It has XYZ parks. There's some great restaurants down in Skipback. Yep. That's also, so you have an inflection of like, this is positive, and you make the person feel good about where they're yeah. at. Ultimately, uh, part of this discovery phase, another kind of tip here is that when you're asking the most questions, when you're the person asking the questions, you are in control of the conversation. So you have the ability to lead that conversation where you want it to go, which leads us into our third piece of the framework, which is what you said we got from Chris Foss is the yeah. idea of going for the no, right? Yeah. So asking a question that will get a no. The the idea here is that humans are way more likely to say no, and it's way more natural to say no than it is to say yes. Mm-hmm. And so what you want to try to do is frame up your question to where you naturally get them to say no, but in saying no, they're actually saying yes. So a perfect example of this would be when you normally ask somebody, can they meet on a Saturday? You go, hey, Josh, can you meet on Saturday? No, I can't do Saturday. Right. Versus here's how you would frame it if you were going for the no. Hey, Josh, would you be opposed to meeting on Saturday? Right. So now, so if he says no, which is what he naturally wants to say is no, he just said yes. Right. Would you be opposed to meeting on Saturday? No. No. Okay, perfect. I'll meet you Saturday at 10. (laughs) Right? So another idea would be, (laughs) is now a bad time to talk? Right. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Yeah, right? Because if you go in, is, you know, do you have time to talk right now? No. He just told me now. Hey, is now a bad time to talk? No. Okay, perfect. Let me let me share with you in thirty seconds what we're doing. Yeah. Right, so it's it's subtle. Subtle. I always say I always say it wrong, but I, Josh corrected me every on my subtle time. versus subtle. So I'm improving, ladies and gentlemen. One percent growth every day. But the, the point being is, it's a real subtle thing 
but it's everything psychologically. And this came right out of Chris Voss's FBI negotiator stuff that he did. And you should look him up. He has a bunch of speeches. He has a great book, but it's the idea of you want to go for the no, because it, it's naturally what people do and it makes people actually feel comfortable yeah. and you can move down the funnel. Yeah. So let's go through some of these examples now. We actually have some scripts right now. So I don't know if you just want to go through. Yeah, yeah I think we just go through the scripts what, and I can explain a little bit what's going on. Nice. So the yeah. one, uh, probably maybe the most common objection, and it's the same objection that, you know, store clerks get whenever they, you know, someone walks into a store and say, hey, can I help you? So, oh, no, I'm just looking. Yeah. The same idea here is if you went into the call, I saw that you're looking for some properties. Oh, no, I'm just looking. Yes. Oh, you're just looking? Uh, yeah. Perfect. All right. So let me point out why I said, oh, you're just looking. You want to repeat back to the person what they just said to you and you want to pause. Yep. The reason why you want to do this is because you want to put, it's going to feel a little awkward, but you want to get them to engage in the conversation. So you're opening up the script. Hey, Josh, you know, saw you were looking at homes online. Just want to see if you found what you were looking for. No. Oh, I'm just looking. Yep. Oh, you're just looking. Uh, yeah. If I pause and pause, he'll go, yeah, yeah I'm just looking. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I was just looking. And he'll actually a lot of times dump on me. Give a little more information. Give more information. If he doesn't, I can move right into, oh, well, how long have you been looking? Uh, about five months, I guess. Oh, man, that's great. You're doing the right thing. We actually have a ton of buyers just looking right now that we actually help. Let me ask you this. What exactly were you looking for? And then I'm going to say, here's where I'm looking, the area that I'm looking, the types yeah. of or types you'll of give me, that I'm looking. Yeah, or you'll give me or another the reason well, for why. You know, we were just looking, but, you know, we couldn't find anything because the price was too high. Oh, man, well, what type of pressure range were you looking for? Right. right here, whatever it is, yeah. I'm going to discover more, my more phase yeah. down. So if you think about it, what did I just do there? What I just did there, stay in agreement. Oh, that's great. You're doing the right thing. Here's a key component of sales. If you're taking notes and you're going, okay, how do I apply this to my objections? You want to make that prospect feel like they are not the uncool kid on the playground, that they are in the majority. No one wants to be in the minority. Yep. You want to make them feel good. So you want to say, that's great. You're doing the right thing. We have a ton of buyers. Right. We actually work with some of the best buyers in the world. There's a lot we of work people with the like smarter. you. You're normal, You are right? so yep. smart. Yep. We yep. have a ton of buyers that are just looking right now that we help. Yeah. Right? That we actually help in this market. Let me ask you, what exactly were you looking for? And then, then I'm that into my gets discovery. you into your normal script. Yes. Right. So the whole idea here is we are trying to get you into your normal script, which is the discovery, discovery phase. phase yep. Just getting past those initial objections. So the next common one that we're going to hear is you call up the lead and they say, Oh, I already have a realtor. Oh man, awesome. There are actually a lot of realtors in the area. Let me ask you. If you had a realtor that could help you find an incredible deal or maybe even an off-market property, would you at least be open to hearing that out? Well, uh, yeah, of course. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, look, we're the number one team in the area. Let me ask you, what exactly were you looking for? Normal script. Right. Get so right here, the normal script. two points I want to make here, right, is that, again, I already have a realtor. Yeah, that's awesome. There's a lot of realtors in the area. You can even say there's a lot of great realtors in the area. You yeah. stay in agreement. Yeah. But let me ask you this. So where do I move to? Where I move to is you notice... I don't try to move to where I'm trying to earn their business as the realtor. I'm trying to move to where I go, hey, look, even though you have a real estate agent, I know your pain point is that you want to probably find a deal. Mm -hmm. So I don't move to going, let me be your real estate agent. I move to going, well, hey, would you be open to at least hearing about incredible deals? that are on the market, maybe even an off-market deal that you don't know about. Would you at least be open to hearing that? Yeah, I don't need course. to be your real yeah. estate agent. No, I want to get into being your right. real estate agent, but I move immediately in the script to going, look, okay, if you already have a real estate agent, totally understand that. 
Would you at least be open to hearing about incredible deals? Nine times out of 10, logically, people will be like, well, yeah, of course I'd be open to hearing incredible deals. Perfect. Well, let me ask you this. We're the number one team. So I drop a golden nugget or I'm the best team in the area or I'm super passionate about what I do, whatever your value prop is. And then you go, let me ask you, what exactly were you looking for? Because I want to make sure I can get you those incredible deals if I understand what you're looking for. Yep. And then I'm into the discovery phase of the script. This next one, um, probably a lot of people would fall victim to uh, kind of abandoning or like kind of bailing on this type of response because it's such like a shutdown type of response. But this would be where you call up the prospect or the lead and they basically say that we're not looking to buy right now. Hey, no problem at all. Actually, a lot of people uh, aren't looking to buy right now in this moment. Let me ask you, when when you are looking to buy, what exactly are you looking for? Well, it doesn't even really matter because we're not looking to buy right now. Hey, I totally understand that. We have a lot of people who register for our Facebook list just wanting to receive property information. I actually think that's really smart because it allows you to learn about the market. So I'll definitely continue to send you the properties that pop up on the market You know, when we have them. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, perfect. Let me ask you this. Are you committed to an agent right now? No, no. Okay, great. Well, I'll send you the property info. And just so you know, I work on the number one team here in the area. It doesn't matter to me if you're looking to buy today, a year from now, even five years from now. My ultimate goal is to serve and to help provide you all the information you need to make the best decision for you. When the time comes that you're ready to buy, I'd love the opportunity to be your real estate agent. Would it be okay if I send you over my info after this call? Yeah, that's fine. Awesome. Great. What's the best email for you? There you go. And then I get the email and then I drip on them for the rest of the time. I probably call them again. Ricky Carruth, who we had on the podcast, this is super powerful, does over a hundred deals a year. Where is he? Alabama, I think. Yeah. So over a hundred deals a year by himself. He's just starting to build a team now. He has built his whole business on one email a week. Yeah. Every week for the rest of time. (laughs) And he coaches agents to go and get email addresses, relationships over transactions is his slogan. But the idea is collect that email address. So when Josh is shutting me down, hey, I'm not looking to buy right now. My main goal is go, hey, look, no problem that you're not looking to buy right now. In fact, I wouldn't even want you to buy today unless we had something that you really, really want. It doesn't matter if you buy today, next year, five years from now. When the time comes, I just want to get you the info to help you make the best decision for you. So when the time comes, you'll choose me as your real estate agent. Yeah. Would it be okay if I send you over my email? And this is really the long game mentality. Or yes. like whenever in the intro, I mentioned like beginning with the end in mind, like you're not looking for, you're not going to close that person, right? We're not looking to buy right now. Okay, you're not going to close that person right there. You're thinking about the long game. You're thinking about the relationship, yep. the ability to stay in touch with that person. And ultimately the value of having those email addresses is now you yep. own that list. You have you have those contacts in your database that you can continue to drip on and really kind of working them into this um, or going in with like the idea of the service mentality. Yeah. So you got to be able to shift really quick and uh, mentally whenever based on the type of objection that you get. But this just becomes a very service-based long game mentality. And based upon the interaction, right? Because these are just basic scripts, but based upon the interaction, if Josh is warmed up to me, he's actually engaged with me a little bit more in the convo. I can easily say to him when I get the email, Mm -hmm. I can easily say, hey, Josh, just so I make sure I get you the right properties that you're looking for. Discovery. What exactly are you looking for? (laughs) Right, right. Then I can go because I've because I've lowered his guard. I've said it doesn't matter that you buy today. 
I just want to get you the info you want. Would it be okay if I do this? Yes. Okay, perfect. Hey, well, let me send you over this. And just so I don't waste your time with info that doesn't, that you don't want. What exactly are you looking for? Oh, you're looking for that. Blah, 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 blah. Another golden nugget here that you'll notice, or or maybe you, maybe you've called on to that Luke is doing in his pitch is every time he has an opportunity, he's putting out his value proposition. This idea that he's on the number one team Now you might not be on the number one team. So that's something that you're going to have to tweak for your own, your own cause, but use something there that allows you to introduce your value proposition because that is going to subconsciously start to build trust and credibility with the person on the other end of the phone call. Yes, 100%. All right, so then the last one and probably the most relevant one today in this market is when the prospect says it would be crazy to buy in this market. Yeah, this market is crazy. I will say we are still in a historically low interest rate market and real estate historically actually appreciates over time. I actually just sold a couple properties for our clients where they ended up getting 70,000 in equity out of the selling their home. They were actually blown away by this. We're also seeing a real estate trend about a 12% growth rate. Let me ask you this. If you were to find the perfect home, Josh, in a good deal, maybe in this market, what would you actually be looking for? Discovery phase. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's what I want to point out here because this is feel felt found. Mm. So, so most people don't pick up on that from a framework perspective, feel felt found. Anybody who's been in sales, you probably have heard about this, but the idea here is you basically go, I feel you. Yep. This market is crazy. I've actually had other people who have felt the same thing. Yep. Here's what they found. Yeah. Right. So it's feel felt found. So you want to go, man, I feel you. This market is crazy. Yeah. Right. I will say we are still historically low interest rates in this market. And obviously, you know, this real estate appreciates over time. I actually just sold a couple properties for our clients who felt the same thing. And here's what they found. They actually had $70,000 in equity gain in their home. They were blown away. Mm hmm. Let me ask you this. If you were to find that perfect home in a good deal in this market, what would it be that you're looking for? Yep. Right? So, hey, look, this is, I feel you. This is what others have felt. Here's what they found. Yeah, that's powerful. Here's how I can help you. Yeah. So there you go. There are, let's see, we got four examples for some initial objections you might get on an internet lead, as well as that framework that you want to use. You want to make sure you're always affirming, staying in agreement, getting to the discovery phase of your script. So what's that path towards the discovery phase? Think of all the other objections that you've heard on the phones, those initial objections, and kind of lay it out like that. What can I do to kind of get them to that discovery phase? And then ultimately, when you go for that no, making sure that you're putting out questions that a no actually means a yes. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaypodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. If you're looking for ways to support the show and enjoy this episode, we'd really appreciate it. There's two ways we ask you to do it. First is to head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to support the show is just simply to tell a friend, share this with a colleague. So I don't know if you guys heard, did you hear about the pun that uh, walked into a room and, and killed 10 people? A pun. Walked into the room and killed 10 people. Yeah. Pun in 10 dead. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) A pun went in and 10 were dead. Wow. If you want to get a hold of me, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Here's your action item. I would challenge all of you implement into your overcoming of objections, whether it's at the beginning, which is what we went over today, or even when you're going for the close at the end, implement overcoming objections, staying in agreement.
Just literally repeat back to them what you're hearing in an agreement, in an affirming state of mind, in an affirming inflection before you move into overcoming that objection. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 